Welcome to the Bible Answer Man. I'm Dr. West, and we're here to answer questions that will give you some light into some areas. And our first question comes to us from uh, from a person says, uh, would you please describe Calvinism? Calvinism. Well, Calvinism is the uh, theological position developed by John Calvin. And John Calvin was a 6th century re- French reformer during the Protestant Reformation, uh, his roots were in the Roman Catholic Church, and he, he was functional in, in about 1540. And he introduced his uh, concept of, of what he thought was the proper church structure. Now, Calvinism is a subtle it, uh, position. It sounds good, but it has very serious scriptural dangers. People can get saved uh, through Cal- under Calvinistic uh, teachings. However, it can cause great depression to many other people and, and great confusions. The uh, thrust of uh, Calvin's doctrine is really summed up very simply in the acrostic tulip, the word tulip, T-U-L-I-P, in an acrostic form. Uh, you, uh, like any other major uh theological position, it can be very complex, and you have to dissect it to really understand what they're teaching. But if you can understand the theory of TULIP, then you'll grasp the the basic core of what the doctrine of Calvin is about. And of course, in the acrostic TULIP, the T there stands for total depravity, and it would teach that God has predestined and then has to overpower the one to come to Christ. So God has to force, overpower uh, the one to come to him. And of course, the biblical rebuttal to that would be that man can't earn anything or deserve any salvation, but God never forces any man to do anything. Man has free will that's been given to him by God as we understand free will to make choices. God says unto us, uh, he says, through Jesus, he said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You can't find rest yourself, but he says, I will give you rest. And then uh, in the Gospel of John, uh, again, Jesus is speaking, and it's talking about Jesus, rather, and it says that Jesus was the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So every person has the right to receive light from God and to act upon that light, and God does not restrict that. In fact, the Holy Spirit will woo people to come to him, and God does, does not predestine to in that area of forcing a person to him. The U in uh, TULIP stands for unconditional election. Here, uh, Calvinist teaching would be that some are predestined to be saved and some predestined to be lost. This is probably the core part of the error of the teaching, that God predestines those to be saved, and yet then he predestines others to be lost. And the rebuttal to that through Scripture is that uh, God is long-suffering and Jesus is long-suffering and the Holy Spirit is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, 
but that all should come to repentance. God doesn't want anybody to perish because he's presented the plan of salvation to every man that's ever been in the world and ever will be in the world. He doesn't want any to perish and to all to come to to repentance. God wants every man, that's a generic term, to come to repentance. So it's offered to every man. The L in TULIP stands for limited atonement. And the, the teaching would be that Christ died only for the elect, those that he has foreordained and already predetermined to be saved. He died only for those on the cross. The uh, Christian scriptures would teach otherwise from that, where God says, God, so the most familiar passage of scripture, probably in the whole Bible, is God so loved the world. That means all the world, the whole world. And he's basically, the intent there is speaking to every person, not just the creative uh, trees and vegetables, etc. But he's mainly speaks, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So every person in the world has the chance to be redeemed. They have the choice to make for that. And if they will do that, then they can have eternal life. Sadly enough, most people will not do that. The I in TULIP stands for irresistible grace. That means it cannot be resisted. And it says in Calvinistic teaching that God forces individuals to be saved. And we we elaborated on that, that God never forces anybody. He offers the gift of salvation. And our rebuttal through scripture of that is the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. The plan of salvation has appeared to all men, no matter of how uh, their intellectual ability, their IQ, their stature in life, where they're born. It has appeared to everyone and will forever appear to every person throughout this particular age. As a matter of fact, the book of Hebrews says, "He shall. how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? There's no escape if we uh, neglect that. And in Matthew chapter 23, Jesus is lamenting over Jerusalem, and he says, O Jerusalem, how often I would have gathered thy children together, but ye would not. It wasn't that they could not, it's that they chose not to. A qualitative choice decisions. P, the, the letter P in, in TULIP stands for the perseverance of the saints. And Calvinist teaching would have said that that depends upon the individual's own strength of will and ability to accomplish that, to stay in the preservance of their attitude toward God. It is up to the individual's strength and ability to accomplish that. Scriptural evidence would take otherwise, would take issue with that, because it says, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he has saved us. Jesus reminds us that's not in our own strength because he says that we get our nourishment from him to grow and to function and to make decisions and progress. He's, for he says, 
I, Jesus says, I am the vine and ye are the branches. We know this in nature. If you cut a branch off of a tree or if you cut a piece off of a vine, the vine will continue to grow, but that piece will wither and die away. In uh, John is saying in the, in the gospel of John, it's being related here. It says, without me, ye can do nothing. We have to do things by his strength. As a matter of fact, in his incarnation, Jesus says, Jesus says that he got his strength from the Father. And if he does, how much more do we have to get his strength through ourselves, through him, to ourselves, through him? And again, there, Jesus is speaking. He said, quoting again, he says, without me, ye can do nothing. And going back into the old covenant, the truth was mentioned there, too, in the book of Isaiah. He said, there is none. And he goes on to say, that's uh, stirreth up himself. There's none who does that to take hold of thee. So there's nobody that can stir themselves enough up to where they have the capability to, to grasp and to hold on to God in any form. Calvin's t uh, doctrines persisted throughout his life, and they still persist today. You find many churches that are preaching and teaching the Calvinist doctrine. But we in Rafa, we deny that any of Calvin's tulip doctrines are valid. We hold that we would take issue, as I've given to you, our position in Rafa, uh, that each one of them has, are flawed and invalid. Our uh, considered decision is that God has foreordained those who will be saved, but God has not foreordained those who would be lost. That is called double predestination. He's predestined some to be saved and predestined some to be lost. That was Calvin's fallacy because that is called double predestination. God, of course, knows who will be saved and who will be lost for eternity, but he has preordained those who will accept his son's sacrifice to be saved, but then he leaves it up in the functioning of God's working it out that people make their own decisions and he has not foreordained, foreordained those who will be lost. Therefore, we at Rafa and I teach that we hold the Calvinistic doctrine to be heretical. It is not valid by Holy Scripture and Holy Writ. It contradicts Scripture, therefore we have to reject it as holy doctrine. It robs men's soul, those who have problems sitting under this. As I said, it's a subtle doctrine. People sit in these churches, many of them Reformed churches who teach this, and they hear doctrine that sounds well, but sooner or later, if they're if they sit underneath that long enough, they will hear the error that's taught today. And so I've given you doctrine, and to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Thank you for listening to this Bible Answer Man teaching. I hope you'll listen to it a couple of times. Get it down into your soul because it, it rejects the error and also it reaffirms what God's grace has provided to his church. So until next time we meet, I would encourage you to go to our website, Rafa Ministries World, and there you'll find many things that will be of value to your uh, Christian uh, uh, growth and enticement. 
So, Rafa Ministries World, till we meet again, may the Lord bless you richly.